Ladies, gentlemen, welcome to the colorful world of Skittles. Skittles brings you a jolt of five fruity flavors in every bite, giving you the chance to taste the rainbow like never before. Break free from the ordinary day-to-day with the help of Skittles Chewy Candy. Skittles is a must in my candy jar, movie snack, even my secret to an afternoon pick-me-up. And I don't even care who knows it. Add a splash of joy to your day with Skittles. There's nothing better than fruity fun that tickles your taste buds. Taste the rainbow. Something special, and you know you're something special too. I love you, and that's all I need to hear to make my day. Cause you're always on, no matter what I do. Nothing on this earth could ever take me away from you because i've been kissed but i never knew love like this and i've been missed but i never knew love like this love someone before but i never knew love i have heads of loving but i never knew love like this i've been kissed never knew love like this and i sure been missed but i never <laughs> Love someone before, but I, I will never, 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 never. That is a little Alexander O'Neill and Sherelle for the girls. Sherelle for the girls. For the girls. Praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome to the 80s. Welcome to the 90s. Welcome back. Welcome blacks. Welcome everyone. Yes. How are you, sister? I am well. I am safe. I have what I need. I'm doing I'm doing okay. How are you doing? I'm doing well, filled with gratitude. I'll speak about it in yes. the self-care. Yes. And um yeah, I'm just I'm grateful to be here. I'm happy for us to be back kicking off this fall season. Um you know, with lots of wonderful guests coming through. I'm really excited for all of our upcoming conversations. Oh, yes. You know what I'm saying? Niggas see with all the things we've been working on. We're having a time. time. Kia's over here being extra professional, just so you all know, traveling the world or the United States. Man. The United um, that States. was a really American thing to say. Yeah, the domestic traveling the world, but just in the United <laughs> States. <laughs> yes, I am I am on the go. She's on yes. the go. She's on the move, honey. And I love to see it. And, you know, we're just, we're having a time. So if you want to hear a little commentary from the VMAs last week, (laughs) um, (laughs) you can check out the pre-show on the Patreon where we discussed some of the looks and things that we loved and did not love. Had a wonderful, nostalgic conversation about female rap and how Mm. bongos fits into that. Blessed Jesus. Um, it's a great time down to the Patreon. All you guys should definitely come subscribe. You should. And I know that this week, I mean, XD will probably, I don't know I don't know if I text him about it yet, but I did record a catching up with Kia. It was like a get ready with me, catching up with Kia. I had to go into okay. the office yesterday. And so I was giving you guys some updates on what's been going on with me and showing you guys, you know, how I do my go to work face, I guess. 
Oh, come on. You did a grown woman. <laughs> I did. I did a grown yes, woman. Yes, a G-R-W-M. G-R-W-M. Yes, I did mm-hmm. a Get Ready With Me makeup uh, uh, video. It's long, so I don't know. I was thinking oh. maybe XD can like do part one, part two, but either way, when I did my little natural blonde video, it was it was that look when I said I'm a natural blonde. It was that look. Just regular, regular, good skin. Yes. Good skin and a brow and a lip and a lash. That's all we have. I love that, sister. I think that's what the girls need sometimes. You know, I'd love to show you all my five-minute face. It's the only face um, that I do. Uh, And it includes tinted moisturizer and... um, You know, I tried a new tinted moisturizer. You know, I'm typically a foundation girl. But I found a, 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 a tinted moisturizer that I... I mean, Nikki put me on, of course, because... And when we were in Vegas, she Danessa Myricks, yummy skin. If you've watched my Instagram uh, yes. stories. Yes, that's what I use. Yeah, so I I am okay, here we go. Let's do it. What shade are you in the yummy skin? Do I want to do this? <laughs> um so I am a blend. Okay. It depends on how much sun I got that week. All right. Um I am either an eight or a nine. Okay, so not that bad. When not we as... were in Vegas, I was a nine. Okay, okay. Yes, yes. Okay, not not too far. Not too. You far. thought I was like a four. <laughs> I thought you was going to say like five or six or something. <laughs> no, I'm actually an eight or a nine. Especially okay. in the summertime, I'm definitely a nine. The eight is actually a smidge too light. <laughs> Fascinating. And yes. So conversely. Uh, when we were in Vegas, I'd probably be about a 14, but I'm a 13 now. Wait, so what do they go up to? That's a good question. Let's do a quick Googleization. So um, I'll tell you the, the couple of things I use on my five-minute face. Okay. Um, especially since I have gotten my eyebrows micro-shaded. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to all of you who have booked appointments with Nikki. Yes. Let me tell you, the girls are going, like, Let when they're going to mine. see Beyonce... Oh, make your sister because it is worth it. And I'm just very excited to go back down and get my touch up. The girls are booking the appointments, though. So you don't you you all listened. You did not miss out. Nikki's like, let me tell you, you had a listener come this day, a listener come this day. So, yes, I use the eight or the nine serum skin tint. Um, OK, this they is, go up if to I'm, 16. OK. All right. I was like eight or nine. I'm 13 or 14. You're eight or nine. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, eight, we're eight, a range of shades. Eight is medium skin with golden. <laughs> and then I have to think about the tones. 13 because I don't is, have olive is dark tones. Dark skin with warm golden undertones. 14 exactly. is deep skin. So I go from mm. dark to deep. In in the in the summer months, you see how you get you see you see how like, deep deep depth. The, I be getting medium, medium. Uh, like a like medium. a burger. So wait, so you <laughs> said eight is medium to ten. Eight is medium to ten with and golden nine. peach under, undertones, and nine is medium to ten with neutral olive undertones. So it's a blend. I see. I can blend them together. And then, but before I use that, I use the Danessa Myricks Yummy Skin Glow Serum. Okay, nice. Because I use their blurring um, their blurring balm. 
Oh, I've never tried a blurring balm. Mm -hmm. uh, before them, I was using the Laura Mercier tinted moisturizer. I but I like the Danessa Myers because I like the glow. Black, Black owned. Own. I don't have it on right now for whoever's watching Patreon, but this is. And then if it's like a fancy night, because that's the only time I'm wearing that, <laughs> is if I'm going out, I put on a little bit of concealer. Um... And I'll put on a little bit of brown eyeliner. Mm -hmm. And then I will finish it off with uh, Anastasia of Beverly Hills Dewy Set Setting Spray. Very good. Yes. Nothing really needs to be set when you're wearing tinted moisturizer. But I also just like what it does. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that's my makeup. That's what I do for my makeup. We love that. We love that. Thank you. So, yes, check us out on Patreon. <laughs> Oh yeah, um, <laughs> that was a long way of saying that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there'll be more Patreon content to come in the fall. I told you guys I'm finding my bearings with this job and travel, yes. and I'm gonna try to be like a real content creator and like vlog some of my work travel. Oh, that so, would be fun. Or we I don't see feel, your feet while you're getting on the plane. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm a good vlogger though. That's what I'm talking about. Like, what? I don't know. I need to like watch so, more vlogs. I know. Sister, I'm I'm not. I tried to vlog myself through culinary school. And so I would like, I, like XD was like, can you just set your camera up, your phone in the morning when you're getting ready? We just want to see how your family gets ready. Chaos and negativity. Exactly. I was like, I can never put this on the internet. Like, <laughs> like what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> this is chaotic. But I do have a plethora of footage that I have to figure out what to do with from culinary school that I probably should figure out soon because that yeah, was so long ago. it could be like a ago. little series or something. A little quick little, quick little short video series or yeah. something. That might be something fun. And Patreon, Kia got a, 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 a sitting with Kia. What is it? What is it called again? <laughs> Catching up with Kia. Catching up with Kia coming your way. I have a tea, daytime and nighttime Um blend for you all to make at home yourselves coming your way so it's good times down to the patreon good times down to the patreon and with that being said sister shall we move on to a shout out oh they do it my sister's popping right now all right y'all you know we're officially back because we got us a shout out this week which i'm actually really excited and i love the way um, that I stumbled onto this business. So Mary and I, Mary Akpa, you may stream her wonderful music. Um, she also works with Getting Grown as our production manager, and she is the bee's knees. Um, but Mary and I were at the farmer's market, and I stumbled on a candle company. It was a young lady, um, and I was told that the company was created by a woman and her 13 year old daughter. And I nice. thought that was really dope. Everything smelled really amazing. So the company is little dope wick, uh, little dope wick company created by mother and 13 year old daughter candles, bath salts and essential oil perfumes. Their farmer's market candle was fantastic. So let me tell you about this farmer's market candle. They said, we wanted to create a candle that smells like you walking through the farmer's market. And it's made with bits of kale, but then it had floral elements to it. It was like shopping for vegetables and getting your fresh flowers and fresh breads and eggs all in a candle. It was fantastic. Um, 
So Lil Dope Wick was created by by a mother-daughter duo with a mission to create the best clean burning candles and pure body products with quality ingredients. They started off the company in the midst of the pandemic to contribute to positive lifestyles, an earthy outdoor scent but lit inside to give us all a feel of being outdoors safely in the comfort of our homes. Um, here at Lil Dope Wick, we use a low-tip method to maximize our candles' hot throw, resulting in a stronger scented candle. All our candles are poured in small batches of four to six sets at a time, allowing us to control the quality of each product. We pride ourselves in using all natural ingredients with no shortcuts. Their candles are vegan, made with 100% luxury coconut soy wax. Um, they use natural fragrances and essential oils uh, to, to create their blends. And they're hand poured with love at a temperature that's just right. So you're truly getting the highest quality product shipped directly to your door. The aromas will take you to a new place and i could attest to that Aww. so the website is liddopewick.com like we'll that have name. that information right i love lil dope wick l-i-l okay like lil wayne louise uh liddopewick.com but we will have that information in the description box make sure you you all go and support this uh mother-daughter duo i love a mother-daughter duo doing things so yes. yeah that's our shout out this week Love that. Love that for you all. Um, make sure you all check them out. Get that farmer's market candle. And we'll see you for the kitchen table talk. Yeah. So it's good to be back around the kitchen table. And, you know, it it's been a while since we did a deep dive and, and thought reflectively about uh, just life and where we are. Um, and thinking about, I think a lot about sort of where my life is. Mm -hmm. versus how I envisioned it would be. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's just, especially on or around sort of milestone birthdays. I remember when my mom turned 40. My mom's birthday yeah. is in July. And uh, remember I told you my church and my family used to do these big, huge vacation trips. Mm -hmm. We would, you know, get on a bus and travel all over the country. And so mm -hmm. one year we were on the trip and we were usually on the trip on my mom's birthday because she was born in July. And I remember we went to, we were staying at the Embassy Suites. We were going into Nashville because every, of course, Dida arranged for just about every trip went through Nashville because okay. he, it was his home and we went back every right. year. Mm -hmm. So we're coming to Nashville. It was my mom's home too. And I remember we were staying at the Embassy Suites. And my, my mom's sister, my mom has three sisters. The middle sister, my Aunt Cheryl, uh, when we pulled into the parking lot, my Aunt Cheryl had mm -hmm. the hotel, like, make, like, a banner. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it said, like, uh, happy birthday. And at the time, her daughter, my cousin Anthony, was, like, three years old, right? And so she mm -hmm. kept saying, auntie's 40, right? And it was like... <laughs> It was like hi, like, and we were just like going out to eat or pe seeing people in the mm -hmm. lobby, and she'd be like, "Hi, I'm Ebony. I'm three, and Auntie's forty. And so, like, everywhere I we went that. on the trip, it was like Auntie's forty, Auntie's forty. But I think about that to, to say, like, when my mom was forty, I was like ten, like, or like not, you know, right. maybe not ten. I don't know. But I'm not mathing very well. But I was something here. to have a core memory. Yes, so I was old here. enough to have a core memory. I think I was older than ten. I got to do the math. But I was here, and I remember me and Brian both were present and accounted for. 
And so I often think, you know, I talked about this on the show, like, you know, my life, life has different phases, different seasons, different eras. And Mm -hmm. me being 40 doesn't look anything like I thought it would look. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I wonder uh, what your experience of that has been, if you've had that experience, is the way that you envision your life now, the way that you envisioned it. And you just had a birthday. I did. I just had one. We'll talk about it a little bit more in the in the self care. Yes. But I I just had one, and it's interesting that you you painted that. It's a couple of different things that I think about. Um, I was talking to Tristan about our tenth wedding anniversary. Wow. <laughs> um, we've been together twelve years, but Wild. we will be ma- we'll be married for nine, and then the following year will be 10 years. And yeah. so I was like, for our 10th anniversary, like, what do you want to do? Do you want to go on a big trip? You want to have like a, a party? Like, what do you want to do? And we were talking about that because I, re- I distinctly remember my parents' 10th anniversary. Oh, you party. do. I remember it. I remember what I had on. Um, you all, many of you have this dress, sister, you probably included. Mm-hmm. Me and my sister had on matching dresses that were like a silverish, goldish, and black velvet. The This part was black velvet. There was a big bow, and the bottom was like, was it checkered? Like a checkered <laughs> or black. Or something. <laughs> it so was the a big bodice, bow up here on the, the chair. The bodice yep. was like black velvet. It had kind like of boat neck or a like little a, bit. It had like a sash or something around yep. the waist. The bottom yep. of the dress was either like a, a it was either like a checkered or like a like stripes. Absolutely. Wait, we let all, me see. Hold on. We I all think had I that picture. dress from down to the Burlington Co Factory or something like that. Of that nature, everybody had that yes. dress. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Everybody had Absolutely. it. And so that's what I had on. Hair was in two ponytails that were barrel curled. So there was the bottom one and the top side one yes. with a bow in my hair. And I had on, uh, my mom said she was going to remix. She said, I want a contrast. So she put us in cream tights and black shoes as opposed to black tights. Because she was like, well, that's appropriate for children. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I want to put that caveat out there for those girls who love yes, to wear those white stockings and black shoes. Black stockings, white shoes shouldn't be allowed in the church. Don't, don't Sorry. y'all try my patience on that. <laughs> y'all don't kill. Well, y'all know I don't. She like might that. combust. She might combust. Um, so yes, that was what I had on at my parents' tenth anniversary party. Uh, my little sister had on the same thing. And it was all my family and my dad and my grandmother sing and some and so do a lot of other family members. So there was live performances of Luther Vandross songs and that we danced and it was dinner. It was like a banquet place and like it was like a thing. And I remember it so distinctly. I remember getting ready for it. Yeah. I remember all of that. Um, And to think that that is where we're getting ready to be in a, in a in another that's <laughs> wild isn't it year and a half is like kind of crazy um and so and and then when i reflect on life in general i'm just reminded of 
so many different pockets or eras that I've been through where I'm like, damn, I even forgot that. I forgot that happened. (laughs) COVID was an era. Like half the the time we don't remember what the fuck we were doing in COVID. For sure. And I mean, even like, you know, I just cut my hair and I was talking about it with my therapist because, you know, we talk with our therapist about all the things. Right. And sort of like my trepidation, knowing that I wanted it cut. And we've talked about this sister, Mm -hmm. knowing that I wanted it cut. um, But but being reluctant or worried about cutting it. And so when we were unpacking that and processing that, she took me all the way back to uh, like, well, you know, when did you stop cutting it? Mm-hmm. And I remember that, you know, if we, I, I, I remember that mainly it was COVID. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think because and your excuse was I, I can't make it, it to the barber yeah. and I don't know and you kept getting braids and what did I keep asking yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't being a passive aggressive oh, just every wasn't. time I was like so you're gonna get braids again or yep. you're gonna cut it or what yeah. are you gonna do yeah. <laughs> because you know me and you knew that I really mm-hmm. didn't want hair but like you know all of that um, COVID being an era thinking about other eras like high school and then college and mm-hmm. then I think about like my first real job I think about UConn like as my first, that was my first sort of like out of state co- collegiate or graduate school experience which had its own sort of you know with every era there were t- people and events and mm-hmm. things that made that an era um, I had the opportunity to go back to White Plains over the Labor Day holiday. So it was wild mm-hmm. to be back in that city. And it made me think about my brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just like, you know, there's no place in White Plains that doesn't make me think about Brian. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. That was that's that was where you all created your core memories. For sure. So mm-hmm. we think about all of these different eras in life. And I guess it's, it's sort of par for the course. You know, you're going to sort of progress through these eras but it it makes me wonder like how intentional uh like do we intentionally transition from one era to the next or is it just circumstantial is there is there overlap between this of course there's overlap there's connection Mm -hmm. um between the two but like when i think about who i was in white plains i'm very different than that person Mm -hmm. the person that i am right now i bumped Mm -hmm. into somebody um in the Westchester Mall, and she was like, "Did we go to high school together?" I was like, "Well, that's quite possible. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is very possible. We could have. Girl, we could. Have, I don't girl. know. But like, com- I can't confirm, but probably. <laughs> it was many years ago. <laughs> um, but no, you know, we sort of did our research and checked numbers, and I realized that she graduated with my brother. Mm. Um. And so it was like, okay, so I knew that we were in school at the same time. We probably knew each other and spoke to her then, but I could not, for the life of me, place her, place her, you know, and I knew that I knew mm-hmm. who she was once we started talking, but it's mm-hmm. just wild how life takes you in different, and it's no shade to her. We had an excellent conversation. She worked Absolutely. down to the store. We had a good exchange. It was good to see her and catch mm-hmm. up, but just it made me think uh, the different versions of of yourself that you are. What are the ways that uh, this jade is different 
Uh, than the jade of your 20s and the jade of your teens. <laughs> or the jade of <laughs> six months ago. Um, well, okay. I realized I didn't technically answer your first question, okay. which was where did I see, did I see my life where it is or whatever? No. Mm-mm. Because, no, because of eras. <laughs> because of, no, I didn't actually. I wasn't really like, I never really uh, desired to have children. Hmm. It's not. I wasn't like against it. I just wasn't for it. <laughs> it was. It was, was kind of one of those things where I was like, uh, "Well, um, you know, I know, I, I know all of the niggas that I don't want to have a baby for, so I can start <laughs> there." Uh, and I have a couple cross where that I want to, and I'm not really pressed right. <laughs> for this. And then when Tristan came along, it was kind of like, "Huh." Huh. I could have a baby for you, actually. If we were to continue this thing unprotected, I think I would be all right. Mm. Um, and so, no, I didn't see my life going in the way that it that it went. Uh, and because I never really I guess I never really was. I never really knew what the next thing would be. And I didn't like because I had big shifts at certain points The when the engagement got called off and all those different things. It was like, okay, well, I don't know what the fuck's getting ready to happen, yeah. but you know, here we are for the ride. So we gonna see. No. We go it's been a big wait and see game a lot yeah. of a lot of my adult life. And then your second question you just asked me. Tell me once once more. Well, what are the ways that that uh, that adult Jade or let's see, do we how do we wanna do it? I was gonna say what are the ways in which you differ from the jade of your twenties or the jade oh, of yes. your Oh yes. Um I think, well, obviously temper. And I'm sure somebody is listening to saying, differ how? (laughs) You'd be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be surprised. Um, So there's, there's, there's the obvious of that. And then I, just a calm Mm. uh, that I think comes with some time, which I'm sure will probably only grow as I get, older there's a calm where it's like i can't control all of these things i can't control every facet of everything that happens but i can try to be intentional about how i move whenever it happens um and i i i that's a clear difference that i can see from the jade of yesterday and the jade of today um you know, because I'll still cuss a nigga out, but I'm going to be intentional because you deserved it. <laughs> or, you know, and the things that I say to you. But I don't have to pick all the battles. Yeah. The battles don't have to go to wars. <laughs> um, you know, there's and, and there's just a common general with with things may not be perfect and I may want them to look different. But I can't stress about that. I can only control what i can tr- control in this in this very moment for sure what about you i know i was gonna say i feel like you're very judicious about energy in a way that you, thank you that i have i have observed that area of growth thank you i think you think i mean i think all of us but i think um i think we're a lot more conscious of the fact that we have more to lose yeah, and no, so that's we, definitely a very giant part of it, and I think that's huge about like with with adulting, just generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, life life has lifed me upside my head, 
in ways mm-hmm. that I never anticipated. And I've been thinking a lot about this, particularly around like my family and how my family dynamics have changed given the mm-hmm. different losses we've negotiated um, and just the shifts um, in relationships and relationship dynamic as things sort of grow and evolve. And my family mm-hmm. looks very different than I ever thought it would look. And that has yeah. been hard for me to um, accept. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think like you, I, uh, I never really, I never, I was never ever the girl that, th- that dreamed. I didn't dream about being a mom. It was not something that I was intentional about pursuing, mm-hmm. but it was something that I just figured would happen. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Kind of same. Yeah. I just figured that it would happen because adults become parents. Um, <laughs> right. That was how we were raised. Yeah. Like <laughs> adults became parents. Adults become parents and then you're just a parent. So I feel like the a, a difference that I've noted between mm-hmm. like current Kia and the Kia of my 20s, I feel like I have for a long time because I just expected that adults become parents, adults become partners and then parents or however, um, when, when it didn't sort of happen for me in that way or in that order, I did for mm-hmm. a long time internalize that. Like, well, what am I doing that's not, well, what is mm-hmm. this and what is that? And, um, you know, just sort of building that, feeling that pressure, societal pressure, familial pressure that happens. I think the tequila of now, though, has let that go. Um, yeah. I think the tequila s- of now yeah, has... I, I'm a, sorry. No, no, no. I just think, I think in life and, and, not, and not in a bitter way. I'm not upset. Mm-hmm. I'm not... Mm-hmm. But life has afforded me the opportunity of per, to, to, to gain perspective to see, to learn, to observe uh, relationships that I've been in, relationships that I've been around, and mm-hmm. to, to recognize uh, and situate them differently in my life. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not looking at them as sort of like landmarks or benchmarks, be a better word, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that sort of indicate my level of maturity, but rather... Uh, intentional choices that I get to make decisions that I get to make uh, about how I want to spend my time and invest my attention and invest Mm -hmm. my energy and invest my focus. And, um, you know, my relationship with God has grown to the place where if, if I say that I am a child of God and I I want to live the life that he has for me, then I have to mm-hmm. surrender to his timeline, which is clearly different than mine. And I accept that what he has for me is what's best. And so that means I got to wait a little bit longer or if it shows up differently than I thought or figured, then I got to learn how to be okay with that. And I feel like I'm finally at 40 okay with it. Like really like mm-hmm. I'm not performing that okay with it. I'm not mm-hmm. manifesting it or hoping to be okay with it. I'm really okay. So and if it feels I may, good. It feels good to say that. Please. I have a question. I actually have a question in relation to that, but I want to say something first. Okay. I see that in you and I see that all over you actually. Um as somebody who's known you for a long time. Um, and also seen 
a, so much growth and so much change mm. um, and so much just so many changes because of what life has afforded you. Um, I can see where you're in that place. And I love that. And mm. I I know where a lot of those pressures come. Those pressures come from the church. Those pressures come from family. Those pressures come from society. Um, and I love being in this era mm. where I don't look at a divorce as a failure. Mm. Not saying I'm going through a divorce. So mm -mm. It, everybody loved to run with a pregnancy or a divorce. Like, <laughs> everybody relax. But... But I don't look at it as a failure. No. I don't look at as being single as a. I never I never looked at being single as a failure. Blech. But or being I in a relationship as an accomplishment, okay. as an accomplishment, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And I love seeing you in this space where it's like there could be a nigga, there could not be a nigga, and I'm perfectly okay with that. And I know there is nothing wrong because I hated watching you question mm. if there was something off with you mm. because you weren't in a particular situation. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I and I and, and I hope you're accepting that and like I'm not saying that in that. a way where No, 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 like, I receive that. You're Thank a you. desperate bitch. It's no. not like that. <laughs> it was just I love seeing you f fully in 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 Kia's shoes saying, "You know what? Like I'm great no matter where my life is because I'm good with me." And I want to so, be Kia. I want to be and, I want to be Kia in relationship and Kia when I'm not in relationship. I feel mm -hmm. like one of the things that I know, I recognize in a lot of women and I feel like I, it resonates with me because I have lived it. There are so many of us who do not know who we are outside of who we are connected to or aspire yes. to be connected to. And yes. especially in church, uh, I'm definitely, you know, that uh, I've, I've, I'm definitely that auntie in church, right? Where the, the girls, the younger girls come and they tell me, you know, when they're dating or what they're dealing with and all of that. And I welcome mm -hmm. that, right? Because there are many times when I was a young girl and didn't feel like I had that. So I want to be that mm -hmm. space for a lot of people. But at the same time, there's always this rhetoric around all my friends are getting married. All my friends have boyfriends. All my friends are having kids. And, you know, I yeah. hear myself saying things and it shocks me. Like I talked to my mm. therapist about this because one of my one of my close friends was going through a breakup and she was and I'm, I'm just supporting her. And, you know, she learned about some, you know, niggas being for the streets and all of this stuff. And just hearing that defeat that comes when we deal with that, right? So it's like mm -hmm. we feel like it's a failure of ours or we are not good enough. We are not picked. And I was just sort of trying to reframe and present it back to her. Like, mm -hmm. you know, what if it's not that? Like, what What if you have so much going for you right now? What if What if you are in a, in a place where, you know, we say that we love God, we trust God, we want to follow God's leading. What if mm -hmm. it got to the place where this person was not the person that God wanted for you? And so he orchestrated a separation to save you, not because you've done something wrong, but because you're doing something right. And this other person yeah. is not. And so like hearing myself saying that and then asking like, what, who are you outside of being this nigga's girlfriend? Mm. <laughs> and like you praying mm. for a husband but when a husband comes what you gonna like you gonna be that He's nigga's working husband your last yeah yeah and i'm saying well you gonna be that nigga's husband and that's it i don't yeah. I, I feel mm. you have to be a whole person this is your time this is your time 
and I, I want all of my nieces to hear me and hear my heart. Mm. Mm-hmm. This is your time mm. to learn mm-hmm. and love who you are. Yes, to, fully. To learn and, and to have fun, to learn what you like, to learn what you don't like, to live your life and and not be beholden. And those are allowed to change as well. Absolutely. They will change. It's not they that will. they're allowed to. They, they, yeah, will. they will. But I want us to get comfortable with God. Uh, Going on a journey where we want to embrace fully all of the aspects of who we are and to learn it for mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, be pretty because you know you're pretty, not because people tell you that you are. What would it take for you to really own that and feel that? And, and own what what pretty is to you. Yes. Not what society says is pretty. Pretty may be you putting on a medieval dress and... <laughs> You know, I don't know, putting your hair in two puffs. Whatever and you look, want. walking around here looking like black anime. I don't know, but yeah. that is pretty to you. It is It is liberating to stand securely in who you are. And that doesn't mean that you're anti-relationship or anti-connection. No. And you don't have to, I, I don't want to lead with my relationship. I feel like that's another thing that I see us do. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There have been times when y'all have like, and Jay will tell you, uh, I don't talk about my relationships, but that don't mean I don't have none. <laughs> like I've been right. with niggas it's and y'all ain't know. I've been, I've been without niggas and y'all ain't know because I want to be Kia, whether I'm partnered or not, regardless mm-hmm. of who I'm dating or who I'm dealing with or who I am with at the time. I want mm-hmm. y'all to know that I am Kia and I am all of these aspects of Kia and Kia is partnered Kia's dating. Kia's having a good time. Kia's living her full best life. Um, yes. And it's not. And it's not that. You know. You know. I just feel like we get wrapped up in the labels. And I don't want y'all to hear me as somebody who's bashing. You know. Be happy. <coughs> whatever makes you happy. If you're in a fulfilling relationship and that makes you happy, and this is an amazing place. I just feel like if I had a word for Kia, of her teens and twenties. It's like you got more time than you think. Throw away mm. all of that uh, pressure to be anybody's anything by a certain time. Yeah. Your only responsibility is to get to know and love yourself. It's true. And be true with yourself. When you prioritize yourself, you are better in your relationships with everyone. You're a better daughter. You're a better sister. You're a better friend. You're a better girlfriend. You're a better wife. You're a better everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you have a full appreciation of who you are, when you know what you need, when you know when you're tired, when you know when you're burnt out, when you know what makes you laugh, when you know what gets on your nerves, when you know that I'm crying today because my period is starting tomorrow, not Mm -hmm. because the world is actually falling apart. We don't slow down enough to really take all of these things in. Mm -hmm. And uh, I see those differences. If I have to think, look across the different eras in my life, those are the things that resonate with me most now. Do you think your teen self would recognize you? Nope. I think my teen self, I would hope that my teen self would be proud of me. I would hope that my teen self would be inspired by who I am mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now. But uh, I think I think my teen self would want to be me, but I don't know if my teen self would be, um, would, would, would feel like it would be okay. I 
feel like I am my teen self's, like, dream. Yeah. That's good, I though. Do. Isn't that? That's I feel, good to say. I feel that. And when I say, like, not in a, because she would also be like, you don't have more money. But <laughs> she would judge. She would judge. Like, girl. But, oh, she would absolutely. What? Because my now self is judgy. Uh, but, <laughs> but I think she would be really proud. And I think she would be. Hell yeah. She'd be like, that's that's who we became. All right. I ain't mad okay. at that girl. I'm okay. not mad at it. Like, um. Because I do feel a, uh, I will say I do feel an element of I have always been who I am, mm-hmm. but but that has come with a lot of evolving. So For while sure. I do feel like I've been in so many different eras, I also feel like my foundation has stayed kind of, mm-hmm. you know, the same across the board. Yeah. Um, but I also know that I have seen so many changes in people that I know mm-hmm. in wonderful ways, also in terrible ways. Never thought you'd end up there. Not even five years ago. But I think my teen self would be proud. I, I think, think she'll so be too. like, all right. I think so, yeah. too. And that feels good to say. I think similarly, well, not similarly, I would say. Um, I think this Kia was always in my teen Kia. But again, mm. she didn't know that it was okay to mm-hmm. to be 40-year-old Kia. And I will say at the at the risk of telling y'all all of my business, I do feel like uh at the heart of some of the current um tension or difference in my relationship with my mom, mm-hmm. I think I think mm-hmm. it's it's because I am so different than teen Kia. My mom says things like when I when I told her that I cut my hair again, mm-hmm. she was like, are you ever going to grow your hair back out? And I was mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. no, I don't think so. <laughs> like, I doubt it. At least no time soon. Never. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not something that I'm that I feel like would happen in the in the immediate future or even at all. It's not something I think about. And mm-hmm. I was like, I like my hair like this. Like, you don't like it. And I think my mom misses Team Kia. Um, oh, oh, they, oh, they all do. <laughs> oh, you know what my mother does? Thank God your mom doesn't have Instagram. Sometimes she'll take a picture and say, "I miss her. I want her back, girl." I want her back is crazy. <laughs> it's so ah. nuts. It's like, well, fuck my drag, <laughs> like. <laughs> Because, I mean, I mean, it's like, I think I struggle with that a little bit, though, because I would want my mom to be proud of the way that I have bloomed. Mm -hmm. I'll use that word. I don't know if she would use it. But, uh, and I I feel like it's, I wonder, I don't want to say I feel like, I wonder Mm -hmm. if it's just aesthetic. Oh, so okay. I'll tell. I, I can tell you from my from my experience on my, on my end. Mm-hmm. I can answer your question. Um, it's a number of things. Part of it is her own guilt, right? My my parents, specifically my mother, but my parents feel had they done things differently earlier in their lives, I might have turned out a different way, right? Um, and I'm like, okay, well, 
but I'm not a failure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, a, not a crackhead. It's okay. Yeah. But they, the, we have a, a lot of uh, fundamental differences. Fair. Um, which are, which I think my boundaries with, with them specifically my mother at this point are, we can have those differences. Like, I fully respect the life that you live. Mm -hmm. I don't have, uh, that is your life. That is your choice. That like, these are your choices. I respect those. Do the same for me as I am in my own household. You can express your concerns about this or that, but like keep them to a minimum because I'm over here. You're over there and we can just love each other in the relationship that we have. Like we can talk about how our lives are going. We can kiki, we can kaka, but I, I I don't, we don't have to do that all the time. And I always feel like it's always that all the time. Um, For my mom though, Hmm. I know it's a, it's a, it's a combination of guilt Hmm. uh, of how, of how she feels like she could have done something differently. And that might've been the turning point in her mind of where, things could have been done differently and then maybe I would have quote unquote turned out differently. Mm. Also aesthetic wise, she hates my tattoos. She well, hates yeah. my weed. She hates my, <laughs> they've think, always hated my hair, fat, which is so anti-black and crazy. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say it's a lot of respectability in it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very and much so. so. I feel like, um, and a lot of that has shifted too as people have, like black people have, come into the natural hair movement but you know I was kind of parading that way before it was a thing so it was always like who do you think you are Jill Scott Tracy Chapman (laughs) shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) no but it's like you know when I first cut my hair years ago Mm -hmm. my mom said something that you know she just sort of said it in passing and it didn't really register to her but Mm -hmm. it has always stuck with me and she said, I never thought that you would be the kind of person who would do something like that. that and I'm that's like, that's so wild. Like, like you lit up a hair. pipe in front of her, right? threw a couple like, rocks in it and got splizzied. <laughs> like what? <laughs> and so when I say I wonder if it's just aesthetic, because to me, I'm still the same Kia. I just look different. And am I different? Yes, but I like to think I'm better. I don't think I'm fundamentally different. Like, is my labia on your couch? Like, I'm just trying to figure out. (laughs) I feel like I don't think I'm fundamentally different. You're not. I am free. I'm freer, (laughs) but... Mm -hmm. um, there's that is also an element to it too. You have to remember our mothers are of a different generation where there were a lot of limitations around expression and there were a lot of uh preconceived notions around the way people expressed themselves through dress or hair or what have you. Yeah, for um, sure. down to like the stupidest one, red nails are for hookers. <laughs> like fish nets. where you know, fishnets, uh, just all types of things. So like you said, they're all wrapped up in respectability politics. I know ultimately my mother is proud of of who I've turned out as a human with things that she wishes she could change. Yeah. Um, But I know that she is not disappointed in my entire being. No, yeah, (laughs) I don't. Disappointed in certain things, but not my entire. And I think your mom is also very, but those respectability politics got them in a choke. I mean, they run very, very 
deeply. And I think my desire to avoid conflict and tension and conversations Mm -hmm. uh, is what had me to keep getting braids when I didn't want no braids. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you feel like that was a different era than what you're in now, even though that wasn't very long ago? I feel like... Well, the, this is the a good, mentality that yeah, comes with it. Though. This is a good segue to the question that I was going to pose, right? Because I'm like, I want to say that as uncomfortable as it is for me to sit in the tension mm-hmm. that has resulted from me making this choice, I feel like I am trying to lean into it because mm-hmm. I want I want this to be the start of the era where I'm not uh, huh, uh, a negative like I, where these things don't bother me because mm-hmm. I'm still mm-hmm. bothered I have to be very honest mm-hmm. that it bothers mm-hmm. me that something that's so small like this would be such a big deal um, that's fair given all of the other things and the other ways that I try to show up and be a quality person mm-hmm. um, to get hung up on how I choose to wear my hair which is a personal and practical decision for me <laughs> right. It's not reflective of who I am on the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think it is, but in the best of ways. But all right. of that to say, I want to believe that I am trying to launch into a new era where the difference in the dissonance that comes from the disagreement about mm. what what I should look like does not bother me. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to move into that space. But that's what I'm saying. Do you think that we can intentionally move from era to era? Or is, are the eras always sort of circumstantial in that like life sort of ushers us into these eras? Or can we? Can we launch a new era for ourselves? I, I think we can absolutely launch a new era. I think it's a combination. It's a both end, right? I think that life pushes us into different eras. And I also think that Um, we can be intentional about the errors that we want to be in Mm. Um, as we are presented with what life shows us. You were clear that you liked your hair short. Mm. Um, That has never been a question for you. I feel like as you're saying you're still bothered, you're still you're intentionally shifting into a new era to where, yes, you are a little you're bothered right now. But you're bothered to the point where you're still doing yeah. what makes you happy. And then I think you will get into a place where it's like, girl, you can be bothered. I yeah. will. <laughs> you know, and that will come with time. And I think that that's completely fair. But I, but to answer your question specifically, yeah, I think that we can intentionally put ourselves in new eras. And life also puts us in new eras. And we can, and we can be intentional about the way that we move yeah, when we sure. recognize that we're in those new eras. All change is uncomfortable at first. Absolutely. All change Absolutely. is new uncomfortable New shoes, jeans. New you shoes, know, new jeans. relationships. New workout <laughs> regimens. Yeah, new jobs. glasses. New, new everything. Every new circumstance. It's, a, it's, it's uncomfortable until you get comfortable in it. And so, and, and I, I, I remember, it makes me think of when we was at the Beyonce concert and when she was uh, um, talking 
Um, and she was like, I'm in my gratitude era. <laughs> yes. And let me tell you, Beyonce is a Drag Race fan because that well, this is all from Mistress Isabel Brooks, by the way. <laughs> Let us be clear. I'm in my I'm congenial in my, era. Actually, that's the era I am. I'm in my congenial era. <laughs> I'm in my gratitude era. And we'll continue, I, I please. love that gratitude era. And I feel like I want to sort of maintain a posture of gratitude. But mm. um, I feel like I am in my intentional era. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel mm. like there has been... A lot of a lot of my life has been passive. I sort of accepted mm. or, or just sort of been going and not passive in a weak way, right? I feel like no. passive mm-hmm. sometimes gets a bad rap. Sometimes mm-hmm. we just don't know what we don't know till we don't know it and we're doing the best that we can. Passive has also people when they want to put it in a nice they say go with the flow. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you just you know, you 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 it you walking by faith, you're just moving with the with the motion of the ocean you just mm-hmm. out here um mm-hmm. but i i and i feel like for a long time i did not recognize that i have agency and i can make choices for me and there are yeah. things that i'm very clear right now that i want to be choices and not circumstances if i can help it mm-hmm. so i want to be the kind of parent that wants to be a parent. And so if if parenting is for me, I want to want it. Mm-hmm. And until I'm in a place where I know for sure that I want it, I'm going to be easy. And yeah. I'm going to allow myself to enjoy <laughs> option, choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To life. have option, to have choice, to be able to mm-hmm. move in your life in a way. You know, we don't... I'm not beholden. I can make choices. If I want to go on a trip, I can. If I yes. want to do, if I if I want to, uh, you know, change careers or move out of state, I can. Mm-hmm. And I don't mm-hmm. recognize those things as barriers or limitations. I recognize those things as opportunities. Yes. And I see how other responsibilities like marriage and having a child or mm-hmm. being in a certain phase of my career, having a certain position, those things limit yes. those kind of responsibilities, limit my options. And I have mm-hmm. been so beholden to, I've been so, I don't know, I'm losing my words. I'm sorry. There's been uh-huh. so long where I feel like, you know, I was in school, I was working for something. I could, I didn't have the flexibility, the choice. To, to make I didn't have the range to make certain decisions and mm. so I didn't make decisions I just did what I what I could with what I had and right. now I want to value the fact I value the fact that I do have choice yes and I want to be intentional about that choice and I want to be intentional about choosing things that bring joy and ease and light and inspiration yes. and prosperity and growth. And those are the things that I want to pursue. So I feel like mm-hmm. that's the era that I'm trying to move in. So I don't look at, at, at this. And that's what I will offer to my younger self. The time clock, the, the, the clock, the time is not winding down. Mm-hmm. It's it's mm-hmm. it's winding up, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Hello, winding up. Like a wind, like a window from the 80s. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's winding up. 
Uh, and I, I just feel like so many of us feel like if we don't do certain things by a certain time that we have lost. And uh -huh. I feel like uh, I'm here to tell you that that all we got is time. Yeah. And all it's we true. got is time. And, and you can do whatever you want. Janet Jackson can't have a baby at 52. You can do whatever you, you, can do whatever you want. want. You can do Halle whatever Berry you want. as well. Exactly. It's you can true. do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. So until you can't. And then and I'm so many of us don't know that. And so we don't mm -hmm. even we condition ourselves to not even want it no more. Yep. Ooh, you just get what word. you get. You just get what you get. And I, I feel like I was in a place for a long time where disappointment and loss and so many other things conditioned me to stop wanting. To stop wanting to desire and, things. And I want to want. I want to want. And mm. I want to know that I can want. And the only way that I can continue to want is I've con if I continue to live and sort of see. I got to continue to go to new places and do new things and see what else is out there. Because what I know is is only the, the very limit. There's so much mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if your younger self or one from a different era, previous Kia era, mm -hmm. uh, was to hear all of this grounding that you have now right and all of this insight but they asked you are they what are are there any aspects of your life that need a percentage shift yeah <laughs> a percentage shift meaning like how how much i invest how much time i spend uh -huh. time energy all of that yes for sure i think and we talk about this all the time uh Getting off the hamster wheel is very hard, mm -hmm. especially all your life. When somebody's been telling you all your life that you got to work, you got to work, you got to take care of yourself, <laughs> you got to work and nobody going to take care of you. You got uh -huh. to take care of yourself. It's hard to sort of get that voice out of your yeah. head mm -hmm. and realize that it's all right. Like I went on vacation for a week and nothing was, blew up. Nothing blew up, but sister, I have to be honest with you. That whole weekend before coming back to work on Monday, I was anxious. Mm -hmm. I was anxious. I was in my head. I shouldn't have took that much time. It's going to be so hard. I got so much to do now. I have so much to do. I'm so overwhelmed. I have so much to do. I have so much, so much, so much. Oh, my God. This is why I shouldn't. I know I should. Maybe I just should have took two days. Why did I have to take the whole five days? Because now, mm. look, I got to stay up. I got to blah, 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 blah. So the percentage shift that I would pursue if mm -hmm. I was talking to my younger self, I would want to achieve more, more. I don't, you know, I don't like the word balance, but harmony. Mm. Mm. Okay. I like that. Because, you know, I like that. When you think about harmony, when you think about chords, when you think about notes, right? You know, you're playing three notes at the same time, but you may not apply as much pressure. You know, there's, there's, mm -hmm. there are, it's um, dynamics. There's timing. There's parts of the song that are fast paced and uh, chaotic and lots going on. And then there's other parts of the song yes. that are slow and moods. Moods, right? It's given. It's given simplicity. It's given mm -hmm. ease, but it's all the same. It's all the same concert, right? Mm -hmm. And so, if I had to tell myself, it's like you don't have to, like. Chaos doesn't, your normal doesn't have to be packed full. Yes. You can, yes. you can build a life 
like you can build in. I will I would encourage myself to build in rest, to repurpose and reframe rest in my mind, not as something that you get to do when you're finished, but something that keeps you going so that you can continue so you to can go. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So mm. um those are the things that I will work on. I will also work on I would I would shift my percentage of focusing on self more than focusing on relationships. And I'm not just talking romantic, right? Mm-hmm. For a long time we invest so much in being the best, you know, have you know, friends, all of that. Mm-hmm. I think I think you can have um um productive, healthy relationships. Um without having to <clears throat> lose ourselves mm-hmm. in in that. And so managing or having a more 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 balance in the way that I, you know, focus on self and focus on relationships. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. how about you? What 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 would be the percentage shifts that you would oh, uh, I'm working on it now. Um I told y'all about the Pilates last week. Mm-hmm. No, I did not start oh. yet because we just recorded yes. a few days ago. Uh, <laughs> but it is definitely in the upcoming plan. I've already started seeking out the the different instructors and reading on their site who specializes in what. Um, and I think that percentage shift, that's, that's part of my percentage shift of intentionally focusing on my health like I focus on my food you know what I'm saying like I keep it pretty balanced I make sure I drink a lot of water but I'm like as I'm getting older and Hmm. things are stiffer as I get up and I want to be able to still navigate this world comfortably you know what I'm saying so I was like we we need a little bit of a percentage shift in focusing you know I used to do my walks I used to be in my routine and I got out of it and then I hurt myself so trying to shift that percentage back into focusing on myself in that way um and allowing some easeful space for myself to do that like get up in the morning go to your you know get them out of the door or whatever but then go to your class like everything doesn't I have want, to be yeah i need a, more, a rat I need race better, yeah i need a better routine too yes yes i'm working on on routine and ritual <laughs> again which i have had to work on in the past and i think sometimes you got to refocus on some things that you want to work on in order to really fully shift into whatever yeah. that that next era is for you it's a constant um, course i don't think we ever get to the place where we've mastered routine no no <laughs> you have to work at it like you have to work at it every day <laughs> and your circumstances are going to continue to evolve. Absolutely. And so your routine in one season will will not fit for your life in another season Ooh, or era. We can have a whole kitchen table talk about that. Honey. We can have a whole one. But I I love this. I think it's I think it's great for us to reflect on the different eras that we've been in, the different ones we might want to be in. Um, but also also relinquishing a little bit of that control over your lives as well and allowing yourself to organically kind of flow into the eras that you are supposed to be in um 
But I think being intentional, like you said, about all of our, all of our movement, intentional in every era. If you're in your 20s, I'm having a good time. I'm, you know, kind of building myself up, but I'm having a good time. I'm focusing on me. Like you said, doing that work. You get into this. I'm focusing on this. Being intentional in every era that you're Everyone. in is really is really the game changer in being able to fully experience life, I think. Go ahead. Speed racing. Like this nigga's doing outside. <laughs> Chum chum. I love this. I would love to hear. Uh, yeah, sis, if I'm in my intentional era, would you name the era that you're that you're pursuing or that you would like? If you had to name this era, what would it be? Huh. I don't want to copy, but I do feel like it is my intentional era because I do we feel have like the same I. Era. We in the I same think era. so because I I really strive to. Um, to move intentionally in everything that I do from how I deal with my community to how I deal with myself. Remember I was telling you last week, the intentionality with how I deal with Noah, mm -hmm. knowing how that can, can change the trajectory in the course of her own development. Like the way me and Tristan deal with each other and how we speak to one another and how we communicate. I will also call this my intentional era. Cause I do try to move intentionally in every relationship, including the one with myself at this point, and really be that. thoughtful. It's all about my thoughtful era, right? Because I I really try, and when I say thoughtful, I'm not talking about gift giving and, and being nice. I'm talking about being thoughtful with everything that's going on around me, including how I talk to myself, how I deal with myself, how I deal with my child. So yeah, I will call it my intentional and thoughtful era. I love that. Being reflective. Not just yeah. thoughtful, but you being reflective. You're trying reflective. You, That's you're thinking. Better. You're being thoughtful with the intention of of improving your practice. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And absolutely. you know some preventative shit for the future. As well. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> because that. Super, super important. And I think even like on my faith journey, I think you know, as a woman who's growing in faith and relationship with God, I think. A lot of times what we don't really realize is how much we claim faith, but hold on to control. Mm. Ooh. Oof. Another full kitchen table talk. <laughs> mm. And yes. so mm. I am really, really trying to trust and asking mm -hmm. God to help me trust and to trust in the unexpected or the unknown because I don't know what's going on out here these days. Everything looked different. The world looked different. Church looked different. Everybody the looked Nelly different. Nelly songs. Like, Nothing. It's so crazy. Nothing is like I thought it would be. <laughs> no. So it's, it's hard to sort of know what you're going to do, how you're going to do it. You want to be intentional, but you still have... I mean, I, I, I want to be intentional, but I want to be led. You know, I believe that God is sovereign and I've given him my life. And I, my prayer is to work with him, mm. not against him. I don't want to be out here working in the opposite direction that he is, but I want to be so close to him that we're moving in alignment and that I'm moving under his direction. Um, and that requires me not to control the direction because he's in control of the direction. So, mm -hmm. so all of these things, you know, I, I love, I love conversations like this. I love that we can talk about this together, hold each other accountable. It's also always yeah. good to create space 
for this kind of reflection like we were talking about because you know if you 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 look up and like we said you look up and you've been married for 10 years <laughs> and you know what else is wild sis what we always remember what I always remember is my the my PhD's birthday is the day after yours yes so my PhD my PhD is seven years old today it is yes September 12th which is nuts that is nuts <laughs> we're gonna have to celebrate your PhD birthday or when you hit 10 years or some nuts. shit we gotta do something for it that's like we gotta do your anniversary party too it's nuts <laughs> it's nuts I think and let's also normalize that you know what I'm saying yeah. like we have anniversary parties and birthday parties let's have some but let's have like let's engagement parties yeah. let's have some accomplishment parties you know for people who have really put the work in in the same way that somebody's put the work into a relationship you put that work you put that work in so i think that's something those milestones deserve to be celebrated i do love these conversations i think they're important and i it's they're good for self as well right because yeah. i was thinking about as i'm thinking about different eras i'm thinking about even uh, 6 months ago or a year ago where i was extremely frustrated with the fact that I was ready to move like mm -hmm. I'm ready to go I'm ready to go I'm ready to go and nothing's going right and now this apartment is too small and blah 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 and the apartment is still too damn small but also <laughs> I have leaned into okay we here right now you know when that move is supposed to happen where it's supposed to happen then that that's gonna happen for us that's gonna it's gonna shift the way that it's supposed to. it's gonna be at a time where it's gonna be easier for Noah to transition the way that she's supposed to it'll you know Tristan and I can be uh intentional about the way that we you know that 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 we move and where we move and make sure we do all of our research and so I'm like all right well yeah. let me just lean in here you know what I'm saying I'll throw some wallpaper up sometimes some you gotta slow down bathroom. you got to slow down yeah and because you want to gratitude for where yes. you're at yes sister you know yes yes absolutely that and i and I, I i try to practice gratitude but i think i i think i got off kilter a little bit for a second and i've had to pick that back up again because it really just makes things much easier yes. <laughs> there's so many things to be grateful for it takes so much more energy, energy to be mad and frustrated about the things that you cannot control. Honestly. When you when you release that control and you're yes. grateful for where you are and you trust that where you are is where you're supposed to be. I'm in my I too am in my gratitude era, Beyonce, fellow Me Virgo. Too. Thank you, thank you. Like intentional era, gratitude era. That's that's the era I'm in right now and trying to just look at look at life where where it it is in the moment. Amen. And be grateful for that. Let us know what era you're in. We would love to hear yes. from you. Chime in down to the Twitter. Chime in in the comments. Uh, and, you know, help us. Let, help us to know where you are in your journey. Let's have this conversation together as a community. As we move yeah. into the final quarter of 2023, what are the ways in which this era differs from prior eras for you? And what are the lessons that you are taking into your next era? Uh, yes and i think that. it'll be fun to because we have such a range of ages of mm -hmm. listeners i think it would be really fun to hear 
the ranges of the eras that you all are in. I don't want to hear the same era over and over again. And so please uh, write into getting uh, hello at gettinggrown.co. Let me say that again. Hello at gettinggrown.co, always in the description box. And write in and let us know what era you're in. And I think I'd love to have an entire episode on you all's eras as opposed to ours. How's that sound? I love that. I'm also in my sore era right now because I was in the gym today. My arms feel like spaghetti. Well, I'm in my sore era all the time, which is why I'm getting ready to go to Pilates. Pilates! (laughs) Pilates for the bodies! (laughs) And with that, we got a little honesty box to get to. Okay, So let's let's head that direction. Okie doke. Yeah. Morning routines in my house. One word chaos okay do you hear me full chaos i start off by singing the most beautiful girl in the world to my child in order to wake her up which she doesn't love so much right now but i feel like as she gets older she's gonna appreciate these moments but i get her out of bed like that and then it's barking (laughs) did you do this did you put deodorant on did you grab your lunchbox did you blah 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 and then getting her out of the door and after that it's my me time And the stress of breakfast is taken care of for me with Daily Harvest. Because with Daily Harvest, I'm getting meals that give me that quick nourishing foundation for my whole day. Because you know it starts off on a festive note. And they're delivered right to my door. Daily Harvest keeps my stomach and my freezer full with options like fruit and veg pack smoothies, forageables, and lattes. Y'all know I love a latte. They also have tons of options for any time of day like flatbread, soups, and harvest bowls. So let me tell you. Half the time, my days are nonstop. After I'm getting my child out the door and I have to get into my own routine, I then need to eat lunch. I need to eat breakfast and I can't take a lot of time to do it. So I have some of my most favorite things that I get from um, Daily Harvest. In the morning, I'll have a blueberry and cacao smoothie, which I love because it gives you like that nice little chocolate and blueberry essence. Strawberry peach, which is my perfect combination. Or the black sesame and banana if you want to get a little judgy. Now, come lunchtime, I can heat up a little soup. There's a butternut squash and rosemary situation that is fantastic. And sweet potato and miso. And let me tell you about the balance of those flavors. On top of that, there's oat bowls. Apple cinnamon is like my most favorite classic flavor ever in the world. And they got that. With Daily Harvest, I get so many easy to prep options so I don't even have to think about what to cook for my next meal. And I love that I can skip the shopping, chopping, and post-cooking cleanup. By working directly with farmers, Daily Harvest secures the best ingredients and freezes them at peak ripeness to lock in that always-in-season taste and just pick nutrition. That especially comes in handy with that strawberry peach smoothie. What you see is what you eat. When it comes to better choices, Daily Harvest makes it easy. They support farmers who invest in improving the biodiversity and health of our soil, which I love. And even their recyclable and compostable packaging, where possible, makes me feel like I'm making a positive impact on our environment. And you know how important that is to me. And all I have to do is eat and enjoy. Take the stress out of your mornings with Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash G-E-T-T-I-N, to get up to $65 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash gettin, G-E-T-T-I-N, for up to $65 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash gettin. Honestly? Truly. 
Oh, it has been a while. Oh, my God. It's been a while. And uh, we have an honesty box this week, which is less of a question and more of thoughts. But it was still one that I thought would be lovely to share. And I want to remind you all that the honesty box segment is not gone away. Okay. You know, we just don't do it every episode. So you can continue to send your honesty box questions to hello at gettinggrown.co. That's right. With that being said, um, I don't think we need a pseudonym. Okay. Because he didn't say that. He just, this is from, or they, they didn't say that. Trav. Trav says, hello, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. First, I'd like to say thank you. Hey, Trav. Thank you for being your authentic selves and providing content that keeps me full. I felt that inclined to write in for this episode because I can identify with all of the content you spoke on. Aww. This is in regards to the um, Mrs. Potts episode. By nice. The um, my name is Trav, and although I am a black man, uh, I too am filled by black women. I was also at the Renaissance Tour in Las Vegas. My partner and I secured floor seats, and I am beyond grateful to have experienced it. Ugh, what a grateful, what a blessing, okay? Yeah. Uh, I am a Beyonce stan, and the show was nothing but life-changing. Nothing I did not. see you girls, but I was too far and shy to come up and speak. Why? You could have, Trav. Jade, I too feel fueled by black women. I have six sisters, three female best friends, and an exceptional mother. Black women have provided a space for me that ensures safety, comfort, and positivity. My mother is a dynamic woman who's in the who is the personification of all things good. And guess what, Jade? Her maiden name is Potts. Yeah, <laughs> she's the original Miss Potts, one of one, and the only one. Yes. <laughs> In conclusion, thank you again for providing comical and authentic content. You two are an inspiration to so many. And sorry for such a long letter, which it was not. Not at all. I hope you all read this. We did. Love y'all deep. And that is from Trav. Thank you, Trav. What a joy. Oh, Trav. That was so I nice. I love the fact that your mom's name is Miss Potts. That was just like perfect timing. That was alignment all the way through. The way Kia and I even came up with the name for the episode, <laughs> you all heard it. Heal so I just, I maybe your mother sent us some good juice. But I, thank you for sharing. I thought that was thank just you. a really lovely, um, a I love lovely writing. And we love hearing from you. So make sure you're hitting us up at hello at gettinggrown.co. And with that, I think we shall move along into the self-care. Let's do it. I deserve All right, y'all, it is time for the black person self-care. And I have, so I had a birthday yeah. uh, last week as you are listening to this. Um, I was happy born JT. on... Yes, happy JT, <laughs> a.k.a. 9-11. <laughs> um, shout out to all of my 9-11 yes. babies and all of my September babies and all my Virgo babies and all, all and everybody in between. Yes. Uh, I hope everybody had a lovely season or will have a lovely season. But I have to, so as I was talking about being in my gratitude era, um, I can't go into all the alls because it will also be on Jaden XD cross promotion. All right. Uh, but I want to specifically speak on my birthday day. Um, actually, my pre-birthday day and then my birthday day. Okay. So Noah planned an oh. entire day for me on her own. Oh. I mean, obviously her father had to execute everything, but everything was her idea down to 
where she wanted to make the reservation for dinner. Um, she they took they I had breakfast in bed, I had a pedicure, I had uh, um, lunch, uh, I got a nap, and then we went out to dinner. And every element this little girl planned from taking me to Whole Foods, they bought all the things for breakfast, got flowers. She he was like she was adamant about trays. You must be. He was like, I'm sure your mother has trays at the house. She was like, We have to buy trays. <laughs> but I had trays at the house. <laughs> she was, but it was her intention on wanting me to feel special, um, and that is what stuck out the most it was like you're 10 and you said i want every moment every down to every detail to the point because she is militant that one there. <laughs> um oof. but down to every moment was like no she's going to go to we're going to cook her breakfast and then we're going to lunch after the pedicure because she's going to be hungry by then and then we're going to go home it'll be this many hours she picked the place where we went <laughs> she was like i wanted to take you to a fancy steakhouse <laughs> and, and it was just it was really like I don't, I don't know if humbling is the word. I don't know what it was. It brought some emotions that I don't think I've... I was in a new era. <laughs> I never felt this before to see the person that grew up inside of me. And then I've been watching all of these little years um, be so intentional about wanting me to feel loved and special. And I just thought that was so beautiful. And then my girlfriends, the following day on my actual birthday... Um, had a brunch for me at at my homegirl Chanel's house. Mary planned it and Chanel, and we had Siobhan there. And uh, Crystal Jean was in the building and came with two giant magnums of champagne and then ordered two more as we were there. Uh, Robin, a.k.a. DJ Reborn, who you guys should definitely check out her episode, she was there. Um, Chanel's sister was there. I'm trying. I hope I'm not missing it. I called. I, I was sad that I could not be there, but I called I Crystal know, Jean. My sisters. I missed my you. I missed. I missed Santana. I missed Nikki's. I met both both of them. Mm -hmm. Like Shariel, I really went. Friend, I wish I could have had Franiqua. I wish I could have had all my all my sisters, but I did have a good group of them. And when I tell you those ladies went out of their way to also make me feel loved and special and were so intentional about how they did that. They said, you pour into people and we want to really pour into you today. Robin got me a Stevie Wonder birthday card um, and brought her equipment so that I could do my own mix so oh. she could do a little lesson with me. Uh, and she did one with all of the ladies. Oh, Antoinette came to Antoinette. That's why I was like, I knew I was missing somebody. Antoinette, of course. And um, and Chanel made the most delicious, amazing brunch with uh, mm. with brulee, um, grapefruit with well, we almonds and sister. These eggs with this hot chili flakes and hollandaise, you would have died. I would sausage and sweet potato hash and but and pancakes with compote and homemade whipped cream cocktails and lattes and. And flower crowns, and they all got me bouquets of flowers. And Houston Nikki sent me a bouquet of flowers, and just like I just felt so much love from every aspect of my life, from every 
person who's in my community, from my immediate family to to the people who I've chosen as my family. And I'm so, so, so grateful for the love and the intention and you, even with your, even though you couldn't physically be here, your post, <laughs> like your words are that for me. Like, so I'm just, I'm grateful for every element of every single person who's in my village and in my community and who went out of their way to show me love, extra love. Um, and so, yeah, that's my, that's my self-care. I What's love yours? that. Thank you. You deserve you, all sister. of those things. I'm so grateful that you uh, got to really t- to experience that. And I hope that you took it all in because you oh, deserve it. And, I, you know, I love my people. I love my people hard. Yes. Um, and I felt loved really. And I always feel loved, but I felt loved really hard. Um, and I'm I'm really grateful for that. I really am. Yes, indeed. And my birthday was on a Monday. Niggas like worked from home. Niggas yeah. like a Monday. Like, come on. Anywho, anyway, what's your self care? Myself, I don't really have a self care this week. Well, I'm going to forego my own self care because I have. Okay. I know that's right. Okay, I love an equivalent. I have. I know that's right, and this is for friend to the show, someone that we both love very dearly, but just shouting out uh, a wonderful accomplishment. From a mentor of mine, uh, okay. We know, uh, we we all know and love the brilliant and beautiful Dr. Sharon Levon Freeze Britt. Oh yes, we love Dr. Freeze Britt. Okay, you want to talk about an era I aspire to be and never will be? <laughs> same, same, very much same. Dr. Freeze Britt has been awarded the Distinguished University Professor uh, Distinction at the University of Maryland. Um, and this is the highest appointment bestowed upon a tenured faculty member at the university. Oh, that's incredible. Yes, there's a class. She's in a class of seven. There are seven distinguished university professors. Of course, she is the only black woman one uh, in this of class. Course. I don't know if I don't think it's ever, but either way, uh, she's the black woman. She's been awarded the uh, Distinguished University Professor Award uh, at the University of Maryland. The ceremony is, uh, well, by the time y'all hear it, it will have been last week. Um, but um, I sent her some flowers and we'll be celebrating her. Uh, but, you know, Dr. Friesbritt has always been uh, just a possibility model for me. And yeah. um, she loves... Bl- it should be for any black woman. For honestly. sure. But, you know, personally... Um, she has stood in the gap for me in ways that I don't even know that I could really articulate. From the very beginning, yeah. she saw, uh, she saw my potential, and mm. uh, she saw what I had been through, uh, mm. and she uh, took special care to nurture and cultivate um, what is in me uh, through mm. what is inside of her, and uh, mm. I treasure her as a person. And I treasure her as a professional. And uh, she is my, I know that's right, for all time. Uh, but know that I am ever proud of all that she continues to accomplish. And I know that this is not the end, uh, but the beginning. And so I am grateful 
for her life and for the legacy of work mm -hmm. that she has in the world and to be a part of um, the great cadre of black women scholars that she has helped birth into the world. So we speak your name, Dr. Freeze Britt. I know that's right. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, Dr. Freeze Britt, you always have a, a very special honor here at Getting Grown. I am not even in the academia world and I know I know the power that you hold um, just in how you move. So congratulations. That's absolutely incredible. Please send her my congratulations. I will. Please. I absolutely please. will. So, I love that. I know that is, I'm in the honor of Dr. Freeze, but I won't cuss. I know that's right. Yet. <laughs> well, let's get negative and head on over to the Betty Peeves. Oh, I'm ready. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey, honey, honey. I told Jay yesterday when I spoke to her that I was going to be ready for today's petty peeve. She did. Because something has rubbed me the wrong way entirely. And mm. I am particularly tired of this sense of entitlement that people have to other people. Mm. And I don't know what informs that, but I mm. want us to let that go. So this message is for the one and only Lionel Richie. <laughs> who I have a great deal of respect for. Howsoever, I would have him to know that Diana Ross don't have to sing Endless Love with you if she don't, don't. want to. And I, I think keep it Beyonce's is, name out your mouth. And I think it is particularly petty to publicly shame Diana Ross. She too busy over there singing to Beyonce. <laughs> because, let I me, mean, what? I mean, you sound crazy, Lionel. Why don't you easy like Sunday morning all over your own? Oh, go and, and, connect, and collect the Why American. don't you zoom away? Okay. <laughs> Why don't reference. you just, you're over there collecting American Idol checks and you're still mad. He is. It's, it's, his face. it's his face. Do you know how, like, and I, I just feel like it was something else that's got to be in that. You could not be possibly be that bothered by Diana Ross singing happy birthday to Beyonce. Something else. What else do you feel no, like Diana was just, owes you? It was, no, it was more he was upset because she wouldn't sing Endless Love with him. She so it was don't just an excuse. want to and she don't have to if she don't want to. Don't. Lionel, <laughs> she don't mm -mm. have to. Mm -mm. No. Like, people can go listen to the record. I just felt know, like it was streaming. particularly tacky. And I just feel like, how desperate and crazy do you sound? <laughs> if, if I continue to invite Diana Ross and she continues to say no, you will never know I'm about not it. Good. I'm not coming to tell all you all. I'm never Diana going Ross to say into a microphone. 975 times. This is what I'm saying. I'm never going to say into a microphone in a stadium filled with people. That I have been consistently no. rejected over and over again. And Especially like, white people, because you know that's the majority of who's at his show. Because I'm saying, like, what? Like, I mean, call Diana on the phone or, you know, just do something. I just feel like, what? Write her an Instagram post, but, like, <laughs> keep it off the microphone. I mean, just leave us out of it, girl. Okay? Just, we don't oh, have to do that. That is funny. I, I just thought, thought that, that was that very was funny. Very. I said, Lionel. 
It was petty. We don't have to do anything we don't want to do. No, but men get older and they turn into babies. So it was very much like I don't know why she won't call me back. Me, <laughs> Lionel, you are not Beyonce, Giselle knows Carter. Did you I are, tell you that my mother used to date his nephew? You did, and so random, and had a friendship with him. So we used to make fun of her for that. <laughs> I I just feel like Diana has choice. Right. And for whatever She's, reason, she could just be sick of it. Or there could be some real reason she don't like you or she don't want to come <laughs> to your concert and sing that raggedy ass song no more. Maybe she done sung it 48,000 times and she said, I swear for God, I ain't never singing that song again. If that's what she said, that's her business. It could be wrapped up in trauma. It could not be. She may just not want she to. She just may don't feel like it. And Diana is 79 years old. And if anybody so don't she's have, got every right to not if feel If she like don't it. have if she don't want to do something because she don't want to, that is sufficient a reason. Yeah, I agree. So I just felt like I it agree. was particularly tacky. <laughs> for him to do that. It was in poor taste. Oh gosh! And I, I wish that funny. somebody would have called him, Smokey Robinson. Somebody should have called Lionel and said, "Not Lionel." Smokey Robinson's too busy singing, telling us to stay oh, off that dope, that wine, <laughs> and he gyrating and making songs about things that we don't want to hear. With those song. eyes, and I know you can't help the eyes that you have, but oh god, I hate him so. When I tell you, Smokey Robinson's eyes have made me uncomfortable since the beginning of time, and For always will. My entire life, Mostly I because I don't trust light skinned niggas with light eyes, but. I have always That's been off put by those eyes. Yeah, but something I just about him is some kind. Of you did, and I, and I find it so funny. I felt some kind of way. I said, I got, I got, I got a word for Lionel Richie. Leave Diana alone. Ooh. Leave her alone. She's eighty. She's, she's like, and how old are you? Are you like probably too old to be stressed about Diana about Ross not doing up. endless love with you, nigga? Go sing hello and Zoom and Brick House and whatever else, nigga. Just like you don't have to sing endless love, nigga, or get somebody else. Put somebody else in there. He's People always substitute somebody out. He's 74. 74. I'm sure two, you got some vitamins you ought to be taking while you worry. Sure. While you worried about what Diana is doing over there, minding her business. If she want to go be out, in the era of not giving a fuck, but you're too busy giving a fuck. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> like you, you was wealthy. You got business. You got jobs. You still booking gigs with or without Diana. So what is it to you, Lionel? <laughs> Leave her alone. Oh God, this is too good. I to just my thought spirit. it was just. I was like, well, now Lionel, why do you? I just this thought that that was very much in poor taste. Lionel Brockman Richie Jr. <laughs> it's the whole names for me. Christopher Maurice Brown. Oh. You know, I love a formal. I love to be I formal. Do. I do. You do. <laughs> I just don't care for it. I thought it was very much like, now, Lana, you did not have to do that. It was unnecessary. It was tacky and petty, but it was extremely comical to me. Um, he sounded so butthurt. I mean, I've been trying to get Diana to sing endless love with me a hundred times. Why don't you go have dinner with Nicole or your grandkids or something? 
You know, get one of the Blink 182 niggas, your, your in law. Okay, tell them to come Go up there and do read something. your Bible. Okay, sit down. Do something else. I bet you if you hit up uh, her daughter in law, what's up, Ashley Simpson, maybe she'll stand in and sing the song with you. Just leave Lana out of it. And of, of course, of course, uh, he had. According to TMZ, when people asked him about it, he was just like, I was joking. Lionel. It was funny. <laughs> it was funny. That's like people who were mad about uh, Deion Sanders' post where he ranked his kids and said that his that Junior was his favorite for right now because of whatever, because it was his birthday. Yeah. And he was like, right now, my ranking is... And people were like, that's cruel. And I'm like, I bet you... First of all, Deion Sanders is a clown, okay? I guarantee you them niggas be cackling in mm -hmm. that house at their ridiculous-ass father. So, niggas be so mad on the internet over stuff that don't have nothing to do with them. Again, we, that's why we have the mantra that we have. Um, speaking of niggas, so my petty peeve is not so petty, and I'm trying to figure out exactly where it is to be placed. So, mm -hmm. there is a... It's the niggas on the internet. So, there is a... Um, young black woman who was uh, hit in the face, showed a, a video where she was hit in the face with a brick. Um, and, you know, there's now been speculation, of course, from wayward niggas and wayward white women about whether or not this is true and they're trying to bring up things of her past that I don't even know have validity. Half the time I think the internet is lying anyway. Here's my issue. It's not a, yes, we, yes, believe black women. That has been a mantra that we've had for the, since the beginning of time that we're going to continue to have because you all are going to continue to act in the ways that you do. Um, are there people that lie? Also, yes, that is factual. The issue here lies with me where you all show yourselves because you may not have been the one to hit her in the face with a brick. She, whatever, you would hit a woman in the face with a brick. You would stand by while somebody got hit in the mm -hmm. face with a brick because too, too many of you have, uh, but what did she, but she did this, but trying to discredit Justify. everything she's saying. All of the justifications Not show justified. exactly what lies in your spirit about how you would how you would act in a situation like that which is very disheartening and unsettling how many of you wayward raggedy ashy ass filthy tooth niggas would stand by or participate in the harm of a, of a of a black woman that is that is what the ultimate thing told me i was like okay this is what all of y'all would do if you were there. Absolutely nothing or you would participate in said harmful activity because y'all motherfucking hate black women. I just feel like what are you like I, I it's wild to me that you would hear that anybody got hit in the face with the with a brick and, and say, think that they're lying and, and your say, first I mind is to go to the side. Line. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? What do you mean? What other side? Like nothing. Even when I first when I first saw the video, I was I, I was immediately disgusted and disheartened. 
Nothing in my spirit rose up and said, I need to do a little bit more research to see if this lady is telling the truth. Nothing in my spirit said that. Hell, when that when that girl told us that she was missing and and went and got snacks from Target and did all that stuff, I stood behind that girl 100%. Because I was like, well, black girls go missing all the time. And, and the effort is never shown. So y'all can miss me with all of that. I didn't you show realize, your spirits, though. You show your heart. I didn't you realize exactly that all of that was lie. happening. Um, um, I think it's probably for the best that I missed all of that nonsense yeah. in the timeline. But, you know, it's very scary that we are walking oh, around a- with people who really don't value our uh our lives or our existence and have no interest in keeping us safe. And not only that, put forth effort. We talk about being intentional. Their intention lies within discrediting our experience. So not even not even caring, and this, but discrediting it. This young lady didn't name any names. She wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it wasn't about vilifying Mm-mm. one person or a group of persons. She didn't even say who. We don't know anything about the person. Uh, no. You know, we just knew that she was attacked. Yep. And so yep. if you are looking for Well, the for point was to, to try to find the person who actually did it because they 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 were able to drive away unscathed. Mm-hmm. Um but also like the fact that this girl has had to put up all this proof to show she's she's put up paperwork and yes, this is what I was in the hospital for and shown the documentation and this that and the third and it's like that's That's sad. But what's really, really sad is how many of you niggas are capable of doing this. And how many, how many also women would stand behind it while it's done. Because it was, there was a lot of that too. And there was a disgusting white woman. Oh my gosh, she looked like pure filth. When they talked about Ashton Kutcher and, 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 and Miller's Kunis, where they were not bathing their children, but once a week or whatever, that's what the lady looked like. And she got up on the internet. And when you go and look at the lady's TikTok, every single one of them is rhetoric for, for discrediting and hating black women and also if men did this it's very man apologist but like and i'm not i'm not a per, i'm not a man hater like i i know some people are like y'all you hate me no i'm not a man hater at all not a man hater but i am an accountability person and i am not no man apologist and i think that is absolutely disgusting so this lady got up there and you see all of her content and that's literally what all of her content is. And that's what a lot of people were basing, um, th- basing this like discrediting the original girl who says she got hit on, which is so crazy. The Internet is a crazy place. Wild. Really accessible. Very wild. Yeah. So, you know, be wary because these niggas are raggedy. They are raggedy, motherless <coughs> opossums and that's why y'all got to listen to what they say out their mouths and what they post on their pages because it reveals the true character of their hearts or the lack thereof yes yes and be diligent and just watching out for yourself making sure you have methods and ways to try to protect yourself um you can't control what other people do this is not victim blaming but it's just more so be cautious because some people are completely unhinged, completely um, and un 
and unraised. And with that being sis, said, sis, said, sis, take them out. Tell them what to do. Take your time. I'm glitching. I'm glitching. I'm glitching. I hope that we are all moisturizing our minds by attending to the business that is ours and ours alone. You also mm-hmm. want to moisturize your insides as much as possible by drinking as much water as your body can contain. That's what Absolutely. keeps you young and supple out here in these dangerous streets. And you finally and most certainly want to moisturize your largest organ, which is your skin, because your black will crack if it's dry. And if it's discrediting black women, no good will come to you. No Bye-bye. good. No good whatsoever. A toodles. Toodles.